Hello everybody, welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 24, Noi2 Love 2, Devolution. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me as always is Phil Summers. Phil, how are you doing today? Very good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. For those of you listening, if we sound a little different this week, uh, it's because we're actually recording this in the morning. Uh, whereas we normally record on Thursday nights, we had a bit of fortune where Phil and I are both at our respective homes on a Friday morning, and uh, so we decided to go ahead and do it morning zoo style and yeah. record uh, <laughs> record yeah. in the morning. So definitely feeling a lot more energized than uh, the usual uh, nighttime podcast, so uh, hopefully it makes for a good show. Uh, once again, this is the Game Club, and uh, for those of you who may be listening for the first time, uh, what we do at Elder Geek is we will pick out a game, usually an indie title or a retro classic type title. Uh, we'll play it for a couple of weeks, and then we get together and record the podcast where we share our thoughts and uh, kind of just discuss the game. It's not a formal review, it's just conversational. Yes. So um, this time around, we did play the game uh, Noi2 Love Two devolution or devolution, depending on how you pronounce that word. And uh, Phil, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of backstory on the game? Sure. So speaking of the way you pronounce things, you know, time for me to do my uh, my always botching of names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nodu Love Two was created by Joachim or Joachim Sandberg. I'm sorry that I'm destroying uh, your name if you happen to be listening to this. Um, AKA con con I always used to say cognac, but Steve had said cognac. So uh yeah. <laughs> it kind of it kind of went with the uh the the strange well not strange but um pronunciation of the word of the J in his first name was what made me think that, but who knows. Yeah. So, so uh, we apologize as always for uh saying names wrong. We just can't help ourselves. But the game was created in 2008 and he released it I believe just through his website. Um, so it, it recently got a Steam port, which came out April 23rd for $5, which is the same price he originally released it for. So it kind of had like almost like a relaunching, um, all these years later. Uh, so the game, it's a 2D action game. It's kind of in the vein of like a Gunstar Heroes, um, only you're using the mouse to move around and shoot, not move around, but you're using the mouse to shoot things and aim at things. Um, it was nominated for the 2008 um, IGF Grand Prize, which is pretty sweet. Um, I thought this was uh, kind of interesting. It was announced for WiiWare in 2010. I remember this, actually. Uh, and then it just kind of disappeared. So, uh, you know, I guess around that time, 2010, WiiWare had already proved that it was a pile of crap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. <laughs> Uh, I mean I that seems that seems to be the general consensus on the internet, but I mean I I, I can't yeah. say I can't say definitively. Yes, yeah. As an aside, I just saw um, speaking of WiiWare, there was a thread on Gaff where there was a company that released like some Robin Hood game on WiiWare, and apparently that Nintendo doesn't pay you unless you sell a certain amount of units, and hmm. these guys were like 800 copies short of getting their money so they're handing out like 800 copies of the game just so that um, they get <laughs> so even yeah. if even if if you get the game as like a you just get a code and you redeem it that yeah, counts it as a counts, sale it counts as a sale like yeah i guess it has to hit like some kind of supposedly uh the eShop for 3DS does not have that like re- absolutely ridiculous um i don't know limitation or yeah rule whatever you yeah. want to call it 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, no WiiWare release for this game, which kind of, which is kind of a shame because, like I mentioned before, it uses the mouse. I think the pointer would have been kind of cool for this game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, whatever. Um, he also worked on. I don't know if you've ever played it. I actually, I've always meant to play it, but I never did. It's called Legend of Princess. I haven't played it. I, I've heard of it though. Yeah, I, 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 it, 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 I guess it was almost more of like a kind of proof of concept type thing, um, where it was like, in, I guess I'm assuming inspired by Zelda, but more so Adventure of Link. I think it was only like a stage or two long. Um, but he's currently working on the Iconoclast for the PC, which seems to be getting like some really good like buzz right now. Like people are really into it. I see. I've seen it pop up a lot on sites, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we tinkered around with the demo for a minute and i thought it showed uh some promise it looks cool and hopefully we could uh we'll do it on game club one day um and he's actually he plans on using the uh the funds from steam to hopefully fuel uh you know further development on a kind of class so that would, that would be good hmm. um but he pays the bills you know to eat and you know make <clears throat> rent or whatever uh he does work for uh way forward and he's worked on games like uh, Contra Four and Shantae. Uh, he didn't really. He doesn't really have like a. I went through his his about me uh, section. He doesn't actually have a list of all the games he's touched there. But I'm assuming he's worked on major ones. I, I wonder if he actually worked on um, Mighty Switch Force, which I just, was just playing um, this morning because they released uh, like a couple of new stages for that. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean Mighty Switch Force has really uh, great right work in it so i'm curious if he did anything in there mm-hmm. all right so that's pretty much his history so he um you know he's this game you know he he did the whole thing himself he did the music he did the art he did everything um hmm. the way he rolls let so. me ask a, let me ask a stupid question sure. um uh there so there is no Noitu Love One. There is a Noitu Love One. I meant oh, to there say is. That. There is a one. Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if there actually was or if it was just like this was it because I didn't I didn't check out a site or, or anything like that. I just played it through Steam, so I didn't know if it was kind of like a like a a spoof on the retro games where it was like right. a like a mock sequel. Right. You know. Um, uh, no, he actually there is a one. Hmm. Um, I will have to look it up then and check it out. And see yeah, I should have played it. It looks like it's free. I'm at the website right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll have to check. That. I should have played that before. But yes, there it, it is a sequel. There is a one. Okay. Yeah. I will. Uh, <laughs> I will look into it. Yeah. <laughs> now that now that I've finished Noi to Love Two, I want to know the backstory. I want to know how this came to be. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also wanted to apologize. I have my allergies are going ballistic right now, nah, that's uh, right. so I'll be like sniffing a lot. I'm trying my hardest yeah. to not sniff, but I'm very sorry if you keep my listening. Al- my allergies manifest in like a hacking cough that okay. is like uncontrollable, which I've been suppressing for the last uh, ten minutes of the podcast. And, uh, uh, I will continue to try to do so, but if at some point I go nuts and you start hearing coughing, I will try to edit it out. Later, yeah. later on, <laughs> it's it's bad, man. Uh, I, before we move on, like I was feeling great, and I mowed my lawn last week, and whatever it kicked up just destroyed me, and I've been done like ever since. Yeah, it was to... like uh, the happening. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It destroyed me. Whatever some, it was. Some yeah, the pods plants or something. Yeah, the plants. Yeah, the plants got their revenge, man. The wind got me. 
<laughs> so yeah, I've been done ever since. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk right. about No Two Love. So, Steve, you said you just finished it this morning. I did. Yeah, How this do you is feel? this has been like my my morning game. I've been playing this in the mornings. Uh, usually, I have an hour or so um, before I have to go to work, and I because I get my daughter on the bus in the morning, so I'm kind of you know just sitting around and she's playing on her DS or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. and so over the last week or so, I've been playing this here and there in the mornings. Um, and yeah, I just finished it uh, this morning. I took advantage of having an extra 12 hours of before we recorded and, and uh, wrapped it up. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cool. Um, definitely a neat game. I liked the uh, the mouse clicking kind of control for combat. Yeah. Um, the WASD movement was okay. Uh, at times I felt that it kind of fell apart a little bit. There was some parts where you just had to get through something and I found myself kind of fighting with doing it on the keyboard, but I don't know how else you would do it for a game like this on the PC. I mean, it's not like you could have a controller in one hand and, and the mouse in the other. The mouse is really the most integral part of the, of the, uh, combat system. So I guess there's really logically nothing else, no other way you can move other than using the keys. But I did feel as though there were times where it was kind of a struggle, uh, almost to the point of being frustrating. Hmm, um, really? Wow. Just, uh, and I, like the movement, it, you mean? Just, yeah, just, just, like, just, just, just moving. Walking, just walking and jumping. Not, not walking. Well, not walking, but like, yeah, there were times when like you kind of had, there was a bit of platforming. Right. And you, you would have to kind of do like, you would do like a wall jump and then bounce to another wall to get over like a higher thing. Right. And there were times like that where you were just getting swarmed with enemies. And, and I just felt like using the keyboard, I, I, it, at times it was frustrating, but not obviously not so frustrating that I wasn't able to get through the game. Okay. I would guess that would be my only like kind of criticism about the controls. But like I said, there's no nothing. What could they have done? I mean, the the focus is on using the reticule with the mouse and moving it around the screen and kind of clicking to to do combat. And a lot of times you can use that to your advantage in that if you need to get across the space, you can click on an enemy, you can click on enemies and kind of chain your attacks right, you to just, get across the screen that way. Right, you basically automatically kind of glide over. Right, yeah, and it would have been cool to see, I mean, that was used, but I guess it would have been neat to see more stuff like that, um, where you're using that kind of method to, to traverse um, the levels, but, uh, you know, it's fine. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, I really liked... Um, you know, I really liked the theme, like the themed levels. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, it definitely uh, had that feeling of like the old style games where like all of a sudden you're like, okay, now we're on the Western level. And it's like, okay, well, right. are we on the, you know, like uh, now we're on like the feudal Japan level. And it's like, right. I, I liked how they kind of tied that in, into the story and everything where, uh, you know, it just it gave kind of like a ridiculous reason for why it's happening. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. The game didn't take itself too seriously at all. It, it was... Uh, just a good time. The boss battles and even the mini boss battles, I thought were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were um, awesome. There were some really great ones in there. Um, I, my favorite level, I think, of the whole game was probably the one where you're on the, um, uh, you're like you're flying basically. Yeah, it's so like I think it's flying. stage four. Yeah, stage four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that one a lot. I really like because that one kind of changed the battle mechanic where instead of clicking on things to do your melee and kind of fly at things and attack them, you had a gun and you basically shot wherever the reticule was. And they had some really neat mechanics in there where like, uh, you know, there would be a guy with a shield and in order to shoot him, there would be, he would fire up a little beacon or whatever, and you would have to hit the beacon and bounce your bullets down behind his shield to hit him. 
yeah and then that, that ended up working its way into like the boss battle and everything and the game did a re- <coughs> excuse me there's that cough i was talking about um <laughs> the game did a really good job of kind of introducing little mechanics like that and then carrying them through the level mm-hmm. all the way to the boss battle yeah and then you used that to defeat the boss and i thought that was it was designed really uh smart in that way yeah um uh, I, I always appreciate stuff like that. Uh, I, I feel like when, when some when a designer does that with a game, it just shows that they understand, you know. And, and they did it in a way that wasn't, you know, overly hold, hand-holding, you know. Right, right. Um, yeah, like he'll introduce like a simple concept. Like, um, you know, there are these like uh, guillotine things and, you know, you have to jump up and grab like a lever and that pulls it up and you just run through mm-hmm. it. And then before you know it, you're running through like six of these, but you're doing them all different ways and mm-hmm. they get like harder as you go on. Yeah. And I like how he just introduces like the simple one first. That was, you know, that's how he teaches you. And then, you know, you just do a bunch in a row and you know, it's always switching up the variety like that, which is cool. So mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. And then, and then through that, the whole thing of reaching up and grabbing onto something to then trigger something else then comes into play later on in the game where that, where it becomes a mechanic in some of the boss fights and things like that. And, so now you're, you know, uh, I mean, I guess that's maybe to some people that might just be like textbook game design stuff. But, you right. know, when you actually see it in practice, especially compared to the way a lot of things are, are done now in modern games where everything is just like empty, you know, <laughs> someone's got a big follow over their head. Yeah, you, just, you have to you just follow them, uh, you know, things like that. So uh, I, I think uh, it, it's nice to see that that some people, you know, kind of still get what it is about games that that are fun and and uh you know what what for guys like us who are you know maybe maybe in our you know well not maybe we are in our 30s but uh yeah right. uh, uh you know what we remember about game design from from when we were kids and what drew us into it and what made us kind of fall in love with it was, was the way that you know it teaches you and and uh you kind of uh can even get inside the head of the person that made the game by by uh kind of seeing how they laid things out I, right I always, and i always appreciate that um oh uh, what else did i want to say uh, uh levels great boss battles were great um i liked the level in the um the elevator too i thought that yeah. one was pretty cool that was fun that there was a there's a whole sequence in the game where you're in an elevator basically and you're just like i guess you're falling you're down, falling you're falling or you're going you're up going, and down you're going both ways yeah 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 um that that was cool um I thought that was a fun. Yeah, because the way little... that works is, you know, when it's flying upward, your character's stuck to the ground, so she can't attack. So in order to attack, she has, if you like, double tap the jump yeah. button, she does you like do a, the... a kick. So you have to use your kick on that sequence because she can't oh, attack really? any other way. I was using the uh, when you hit the if you hit A or D a few times, you would do kind of like a flying thing where you would shoot across. Oh yeah, you fast. could use that. I didn't. So I, yeah, use I was that using there. that on that part because I was just I was just shooting back and forth, you know. <laughs> Right, right. Well, that's cool. Cl- yeah, I didn't even think to use that one there. Yeah, there was a couple parts where, like, in some of the stages, you know, I, I liked the combat a lot. I thought it was really, you know, neat, like I said, using the mouse and, and clicking on things with the reticule. Um, but there were a couple stages, and, and I guess, I don't know if this is a criticism or what, but I found there were parts where, like, I just kind of ran through the stage really fast. Mm-hmm. And, and it seemed like it was more... Like it was worse for me to sit there and fight a bunch of the enemies because they just keep respawning so fast. They're just it's just right. dumping just dumping shit on the screen, 
uh, that, you know, like if I stood there and fought them, it didn't really gain me anything because they just kept coming. And really it ended up usually, I mean, I, maybe I'd get like a health thing here or there. But for the most part, I just kind of like slowed me down and I'd end up losing health. So when I got to the boss right. battle, I didn't have as much. Whereas if I just kind of like plowed through the level really quick to the boss, I usually only lost maybe one or two health right. uh, pieces. So I don't know if that like kind of marginalized sitting there and doing all that stuff like fighting when in a game where fighting the the clicking and the combat is kind of the most important thing i think it's or at least it's the it's the the, the biggest mechanic right uh the game has going for it so um eh, i don't know i don't know if that's a criticism it's just kind of an observation that, that i thought was a couple times yeah, when i, mean, I did it when i, I go ahead I was going to say, when I first started playing it, I was kind of the same way where I was just like, well, I guess I have to kill everything. And then it kind of hits you, well, well, I don't have to kill everything unless, I'm, you know, unless the screen stops scrolling and I'm forced to kill everything. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I was fine with that because it look, you, you get graded at the end of a stage. Yeah. And, you know, that is based on how many times you've been hit, how high your combo was, and how quickly you get through the stage. So you kind of have to, there's almost like, to get a high score, I've only gotten an A on a few of the stages, but you know, to get that highest score, you really have to like juggle who am I going to stop and fight, and you know what I mean. Is it mm -hmm. worth taking this damage, or should I save the time? So when you start playing it at that level, um, I think it kind of works out, you know, as yeah. far as the how quickly you can actually skip through things and who you yeah. can actually attack. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and and I for I forgot to even mention the whole like creating system. Thing because yeah the highest i ever got was a b and i think that was on uh stage two or three i got a b on uh but usually i was in like the c and d range most of the time so yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh my personal kind of preference for playing games is i i'm not really the type of person who sits there and tries to get like the best score right I just kind of like play through it and, and whatever you know every now every now and then a game will affect me in a way where i really have to just kind of you know be the best um, but overall, I just kind of enjoy playing a game, and, and if I get seized through the whole thing, you know, it's kind of the story of my high school career, <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, excuse me. <coughs> uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, but the grading thing was cool, and I guess that does offer quite a bit of replayability if if you are in the mindset where you just want to get A's through the entire on every level and and really kind of max it out. I, I yeah. Guess that, I wonder if you can get higher than an A. I wonder if it's like an S. I don't know. I wonder if A is. <laughs> That's a legit question. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if the A is the highest or not. Um, but uh, is there anything else you wanted to add or? No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I really liked it too. I wanted to go back to. I wanted to touch on stage four a bit. Um, I thought that stage was awesome. I thought that stage was cool enough to where you probably could have built an entire game off the ideas that were introduced in in that stage. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I thought that stage really stood out. You know, it's kind of just like a, a horizontal shooter type thing, but uh, it's cool. Yeah, the way that the gun chains around, it, it's really neat. It's like a cool mechanic, and it's like fun to pull off like successfully. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to comment on that stage before I before I moved on a bit. But yeah, I mean, my thoughts pretty much echo yours. I I really like the game. Uh, after you after you complete it. Um, it unlocks a new playable character. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming you did not do this part. Um, so now you can play as the robot, and she has like a different move set. So the game kind of plays a little differently, and it's actually only five stages. Okay. They cut it. He cuts out the um, 
the shooting stage, you know, stage four. Yeah. And the final stage get cut out. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and the way she plays is, you know, when you click at an enemy with um with the main girl, she kind of flies over and well, you know, she'll do her melee attacks. For this this uh the robot, she fires a gun. Mm-hmm. So she has like a bit of a range to it, and she doesn't automatically zip over to the bad guys. Okay. Um, and she also has, you can charge it. So if you hold down the mouse button, uh, you know she'll charge, and then you can lock on the like a bunch of enemies at once. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you know you can target like four, four bad guys at once, and then it just like obliterates everybody. Um. So that's like her hook, and and that was fun. Like it was fun enough to where I wanted to play through the game again with it. Um, I didn't think I was going to. But I did, and then that unlocked another person. You can play as the guy that the uh, main character is always talking to all the time. The the, dude the blue, the scientist guy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the doc, the Doctor Light of this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 of course, I don't. Of course, I don't remember any of their names. I'm sorry. No, but, I don't um, either. <laughs> he has a cool uh, mechanic too, where it's all, he's almost like a light gun shooter. So he has, you know, like. 10 bullets, right, that he can fire, and you can fire anywhere at the screen. He never zips anywhere, so he's always just where he is. Um, and when you run out of your ammo, you have to mouse off of the screen and then mouse back up as if you're playing, like, Time Crisis and you point the gun away from the screen and oh, okay. point back up. Yeah, and that's how he refills his ammo. And then at the same time, he has, like, another meter that is constantly filling up, and that's how much you'll get back as you reload. So hmm. if I'm just firing away really quickly and, you know, I reload, like, I'm not going to get a full clip. I'm only going to get, like, three or four, whatever that other bar is refilled. Hmm. So you kind of have to, like, you know, t- pace yourself a little bit. And at the same time, he has, like, his jump is terrible. So the other button, which uh, we didn't touch on, activates a shield. Oh, yeah, right, right. So you yeah. can place – so the shield, when you're playing as the other characters, you you know, say there say there's this big, like – flame shooting down at you you can just kind of place the shield in front of the flame and that'll block it and then you can just get by the obstacle so the way he works is you actually pick him up and drag him around the obstacles um so that's actually it actually gets really tricky on certain things like um you know uh the other two well the the girl she can you know the main girl she can kind of do like that bionic commando thing with those switches those levers where you know she kind of grapples onto them yeah and, mm-hmm. you know you tap each one and then she just kind of goes to the different levers um there's like a there's a boss fight in the first stage that kind of uses that and that's like a pain in the ass to use for him so you know you kind of have to you know think of things differently which is uh which is cool you know it makes playing the levels you know interesting again even though you're going through the same thing essentially mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah so i ended up playing through it all three times <laughs> wow that's yeah. cool yeah I, mean, uh, I definitely want to check that out because that, that the third guy sounds pretty interesting I yeah suppose. the third guy's cool it's he's it's definitely like a it's a neat idea and um it looks like at the end of the game it has like that little it shows the yearbook of all the characters it yeah shows the cast. Uh-huh. uh and i'm missing there's still a character missing so i'm assuming maybe if i complete the game on hard or something that maybe there's another another hmm. boss and it looks like it unlocks an even harder difficulty if you do it on hard um, because there's a record screen and it shows all your, you know, your, your scores and rating for mm-hmm. each stage. 
and there's like three columns and only my first column is filled in on normal. So I'm assuming, I don't know. I'm assuming the other columns fill in on different difficulties. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't play enough to find out, but I'm, I mean, for, you know, it's a $5 game. It's kind of short. I mean, you know, the first time you play through the game really, I mean, depending on how good you are, you're probably looking at like an hour and a half. Yeah. That sounds Uh, about, about accurate. And I actually, last week I completed the game and my game froze on me. Like, I beat the final boss and it locked up. So uh, I never, you know, it didn't unlock this second character for me. So I was kind of like, oh man, that sucks. So a couple days ago I played it again. I tore through the game in like less than a half hour because mm-hmm. um, I knew what to do. And then, you know, the subsequent playthroughs as the different, the different characters, I mean, they're even shorter because you're missing those two stages mm-hmm. on each of them. So, I mean, you're looking at, you know, you're looking at like a two and a half hour game just to play through it those three times. And then, you know, if you're really into the high scores, you know, you could add on a couple of hours. So it's, I mean, it's a pretty good value. I feel like there's a lot. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot there for, you know, for, for what it is. Yeah. For, yeah. For like a five or six, what is it? Five ninety nine on steam? I think four ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, oh, it is four ninety nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, for $5, I mean, I think it's more than enough uh, value. Um, uh, one thing about the game saves, uh, I would mention to people who may go and check the game out is be careful. Um, like Phil mentioned, you know, having the game crash on him, I got to stage six and then I had saved the game, I think previously at like stage five and then whatever happened, I had to shut the game off real quick cause I had to leave or whatever. And, um, and when I came back to it, my game save was gone because I didn't save and exit, you know? And what uh, happened was, but what it, the weird thing is, is it didn't retain my old game save where I was at stage five or whatever, you know? So like when I started from stage five, I guess it like blew out my game save and then expected that I would make a new one. But when I didn't, it was completely gone and I had to go all the way back to the beginning. Now, again, like Phil said, you know, it's pretty quick. I, I blew through those five stages, you know, in, in, you know, 20 minutes or so, 20, 30 right. minutes. Um, but just if, you know, be aware if you play the game that you do actually have to do save and exit if you want to save where you're at. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So I guess some bugs here. That's not, I, yeah. I mean, but. that's not like a major flaw of the game or anything like that. It's just, right. it's just something to be aware of. So you're not like surprised by it when you, right, when you right. boot your game back up and you're like, I don't have a game save anymore. Right. Why, where's the continue option? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's I I really I liked it and I totally want to check out the other games he's got. I would you know I want to play the first one and I'd love to finally play through um the Legend of Princess thing that he's got up there. And yeah, I'm I'm totally a fan. I I've actually been a fan of of his work for just like I like his artwork and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's got some cool stuff. Like he's a talented dude. And it's funny I I follow him on Twitter. And I feel like he's always like crapping on himself, and I I guess I kind of understand that mentality because I always crap on myself all the time. But no, nah, the guy's like a talented dude. He's pretty hard on himself, but I mean he he does great work, and I, he's I believe he's like all completely self trained. Like he didn't go to school for any of this stuff. Um, that's that's and, very impressive. Yeah, because yeah. I mean this is I mean this game I think is more solid than you know a lot of stuff that I play that is put out by studios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and like all his artwork like looks good and you know, he's not like he went to art school or anything. So dude's just talented and you know, dedicated to uh his craft. 
because he's uh he's uh he's good at what he does i think cool yeah well i definitely think we should uh well when iconoclast comes out we'll, we'll get that on the uh the roster to play for game yeah. club we actually toyed around with um doing the the demo that he has up for game club and then we were just kind of because we weren't sure that was fair to yeah yeah i remember that conversation yeah i think that that's that's smart i think we'll just wait when the game comes out and and we'll we'll play the real version right the demo is representative of the final product yeah so check this game if you like 2d action games and like that are you know kind of along the lines of like a gunstar heroes or or contra actually the game uh when you're playing as the main girl almost to me has like a beautiful Joe vibe where you're just, you know, mm. the 2d scroller where you're just punching the shit out of everything. I mean, it doesn't play anything like beautiful Joe, but I don't know. I got that kind of feeling yeah. from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's got that Konami kind of feel or not. Uh, it's got kind of like a Capcom kind of yeah. feel to it. Just to, like if, if, if I didn't know any better and this game was just out on Nintendo or super Nintendo back in like 1992, I would have, you know, it could have very easily been in a purple box and I would have yeah. no, no problem <laughs> believing that it was a, a Capcom game. So that's, I guess that's the best compliment I can give the game is that it just feels very authentic and, yeah. and really well put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a, so, like an official game from that time period. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It, it, it's good. And uh, yeah, I, I totally recommend it. I enjoy, I enjoy it. Yep. Cool. Here. Absolutely. So, so the next game. Yeah, the next game uh, is a title called Crusader, No Remorse. Uh, it is uh, a PC title, uh, and you can get it through Good Old Games. I think it's $5 on Good Old, Good Old Games, 5 or $6. Uh, and it is kind of a isometric uh, type of adventure game, adventure, action, science fiction. Uh, it was actually recommended to me by a friend who said, you guys got to play this on your podcast because it's a pretty awesome. Is it old? Title. Yeah, it's old. It is. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. Good old games, I guess. Yeah. Well, be. well, you know that. Well, they do everything now, Phil. Oh, do they? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they just had that whole big ad campaign last month about how they were going to start selling like new games and stuff like uh-huh. that. But, but yes, typically in the past they were good old games, and and yes, Crusader is a, is a old game. Uh, whether or not it is good, we will find out in two weeks when uh <laughs> how old uh i think it's uh like mid 90s oh okay yeah it, yeah it's uh kind so we're of going like retro every... so we're going retro next time it is retro yeah and it is uh it's kind of i think it's kind of in the style of games like uh syn- like the original syndicate and stuff like that um those, those games from back then that that style that doesn't and, and even maybe kind of like the original fallout games although i don't think it's it's not really like an rpg um so yeah it's kind of like that, uh, and I think it will be pretty cool. From what I've checked out of it so far, it it, it seems pretty neat, and I, I think it'll eh, it'll make for something different, I guess. You know, yeah, to talk yeah. about, yeah, sure. So if you want to join us and play along with us, feel free to do so and submit some comments. We'll always read them on the show. Uh, and yeah, Crusader, no remorse. Look for it on Good Old Games. I did check other sites. I didn't see it anywhere else. I didn't see it on Gamers Gate or Steam or anything like that. Uh, Good old games seems to be the only place that uh, that has it uh, for sale. <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, uh, if you are listening to the show and you enjoy it, uh, we would certainly appreciate any iTunes or Zoom marketplace reviews or ratings you could give us. 
Uh, it certainly helps us out a bit as far as getting uh, us out there uh, on the store. The more ratings and reviews we have, the higher up we show, uh, which will help us get discovered by other people. And uh, yeah, we would we would always like to find new listeners. Um, that would be great. Sure and would. You, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ideally, that would be yeah, that would be perfect. Um, but uh, also, you can head over to eldergeek.com and follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, uh, we have a YouTube channel, which uh, always a lot of stuff up on there. You can follow us on Twitch TV. Uh, we have guys pretty much streaming all the time something on there on Twitch TV. So definitely check that out and get involved. It's a great community. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, speaking of community, I forgot. We actually did have um, a community thing to read for oh, um, we did. for this game. Yeah, for Noida to Love. <laughs> I had just about given up, but uh, <laughs> let's... Yeah, we, we actually had one. Uh, All right, let's hear from it. From Nate, who, who decided to, to play it this time. Cool. Uh, he said, it's a pretty great game, although I would have loved for it to be a bit longer. Uh, even with the unlockable characters, I finished it three times in under two hours. The game has great animation and moves at a terrific pace but I wasn't a huge fan of the art and music. Uh, not that it was bad, it just seemed very utilitarian. Mm. Uh, this is fine, though, because whoever made this game is great at thinking up fun gameplay mechanics. I thought that the third dude's light gun mechanic, especially moving the cursor off the screen to reload, was genius. My favorite is the second character, who opens up the gameplay to use sniping tactics in addition to hit-and-run tactics of the first. Uh, he said the gameplay was crazy fast and fun, Definitely felt like a throwback to Gunstar Heroes, and can't wait for the Iconoclast to finish up, and his Zelda 2 clone is pretty damn great, too. So, that cool. Was, that was from Nate. Thanks, Nate. Also, uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll blow your mind. Noido Love 2 is, um, it's evolution backwards. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, there you go. See that? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, there, there, where's the get? Where's the gift of the dude with the uh, where he's blowing his mind up, <laughs> and the stars are behind yeah, him. Shit. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah. That's that what just happened right here yeah. at my computer desk. Yeah, my my brain just exploded as I was looking. I'm looking at the show notes and I'm following the letters from right yeah, to like, left, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. The, the doors just unlocked and shit, and <laughs> wow. Untold treasures are, are now available. Yeah. Now that you know, where where else are you going to get that kind of information? What other yeah. podcast is going to cover <laughs> Noi Two Love Two in such detail? Yeah. All so, right. So please, iTunes and Zoom reviews <laughs> <laughs> help us out. Come on. Yep. You All right. You want to? Yeah. Play Crusader next time. And if yeah, you've already Cru- played Crusader, just. Leave thoughts on Crusader. Tell us yeah, what you thought yeah, of maybe it. you played it twenty years ago, and you're you just want to kind of pontificate on the old days, and you yeah, know, that's fine. We'll read that too. <laughs> um, yeah, so check it out. Uh, we'll have a post up uh, if you're listening to this and you didn't get it through the website. Head over to eldergeek.com. We'll link to uh, the the new game in the show notes and all that stuff, and you can get to it that way. Cool. So I think that about does it for this episode, um, Phil. Thanks very much. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Tune in in two weeks. We'll be back with another episode of the Auto Geek Game Club. And have a wonderful Memorial Day and all that stuff. And we will see you then. Adios. Adios.